Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, this is Coco, and you're listening to Conversations with Coco and Friends. We got to know Chris way back when we first began the journey of creating a little global series called Four Seasons Pop Down. And by little, I mean huge. Man, do I miss those days of big, awesome events. Chris was one of the star chefs that we traveled with around the world, and he always kept us dying with laughter and super inspired by the insane works of art he was able to craft out of chocolate. We caught up with Chris in LA as he was just about to launch his first pop-up immersive experience. To listen to someone who had just taken a leap from corporate to entrepreneur, it was inspiring and exciting. He had taken a side hustle, made it crazy famous by creating a breakable collection that ended up being part of every major Kardashian beauty product launch. And he turned it into a full-fledged business. The pop-up was meant to take place over Easter 2020, and we all know how that story ends. COVID-19 would swoop in and ruin all of our dreams. But a true entrepreneur always finds a way. Chris was able to move everything online and we're happy to report still managed to sell out over and over again. Chris's story is one of inspiration to anyone interested in taking the leap and betting on themselves. Though we didn't know at the time, COVID would change all of our outlooks. But it's inspiring to see that when there's a will, nothing will get in the way. And never forget, bite off more than you can chew, but make sure you can finish it. We are reunited with the ultimate diva himself, Le Christopher Ford. Ford is a Florida native who graduated from the Cordon Bleu program at Orlando Culinary Academy in 2005, shortly after he was offered his first job at Norman's at the Ritz-Carlton in Orlando. After he quickly found his footing with gigs in between, he embarked on his pastry journey with our beloved Four Seasons, where he started out as the executive pastry chef of the new hotel at the time in Baltimore. Then, in 2013, Ford headed out west to Los Angeles to be the pastry chef of Thomas Keller's acclaimed Bouchon, Bouchon Bakery, and Bar Bouchon. Zagat selected him for the 30 under 30 list for Los Angeles. Damn, boy! He then took residency at Four Seasons Beverly Wilshire. Throughout his three and a half years there, he received critical acclaim for his work in Beverly Hills and in Los Angeles. Flash forward to present day, he has decided to fully focus on his own brand, Butter Love and Hard Work, which he will tell us more about shortly. Woo! Chris, give the people what they want and tell us all about how you got into the role you're in now. We want the good, the bad, the ugly, and the tea. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Spill it. So if I had to sum all that up, I would say biting off more than you can chew. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that's, like my, that's my secret. You just go. Yeah, oh. <laughs> Full speed Hit the gas. No, but I, I mean, I think my whole life I've taken on way more than I could handle. But I, I always say, like, 
bite off more than you can chew, but make sure you can finish it. Mm. Like don't I let like part don't, two of that. Don't let other people see you like sweat. You know, like oh, I can do it. We got this. Yeah, because like all I mean, you read that, and I'm like, oh, it's crazy. Right. <laughs> I t- I moved so quick and like didn't even really all. think about it. Yeah. You set those high expectations. I enjoy that. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. That means that you have a really great work ethic too, though, right? Because a lot of people will sign up for things and say they're going to take over the world. And then they're like, yeah, but I don't want to work hard. <laughs> yeah, no, that's today's disease, I feel like. <laughs> it's a disease totally. for like, sure. I want, I want the title, but I don't want like the work. The, the, the what comes with it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And we've seen, we've worked with you before. So we've seen, and we've worked with a lot of different um, chefs and different cap- capabilities. It's interesting because you come in with such a positive, excited, like, let's go and let's make this amazing, rather than finding all the negatives and the problems. You find, okay, this sucks, but we're going to figure it out and make it so much better. Oh, yeah, you got to keep going. I mean, I think think you always have to go in super positive and, like, super lucky. I'm lucky that I'm here today. Mm -hmm. I mean, that resume, I'm super lucky. My cheeks just got, like, chills, like, the hair standing up. (laughs) Things are just going to happen. You just got to keep going. Do you think that that has something, it has something to do with you being um, from Florida and coming to LA and- Nothing like, has to do with Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Tell us how you really feel. But you know that idea of like the people that move to do something bigger or greater that you might have had, um, you saw more for yourself when you were younger. Oh, hundred okay. percent. I, I remember- um, therapy time. I remember <laughs> I, I didn't really get a, a, like along with my like my my like cousins, right. and I, I remember saying I'm gonna move away one day. I'm gonna come back, and I'm not gonna be able to fit in. And now like I go I I went back, and I actually felt that, and I was like, oh, this kind of sucks. Yeah. Oh. But but I mean, I always I never felt like I fit in. You know, I, I always I always wanted the unknown, and right. I still do. Ooh. And born to stand out. Tell us about your LA lifestyle. Do you consider LA home now? Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've I'm married now. Ooh. Okay, the sexy Snap voice is off the market. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm married. We're we're renovating a home. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I my business is based here. So I mean, a huge chunk of my, I mean, my business can be based anywhere, but the clientele right. is here. Yeah. So the Kardashians. Kardashians. Speaking of which, how did you get involved with the Kardashians? I think it was like three years ago. I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to invest in myself and I'm going to get a publicist, and which is like very rare for a, a chef to do. I feel like that's not like David Chang, like that's already established, you know? So I always felt like you have to invest in yourself to get the reward that you want. And I didn't know what that reward was, but, um, so I was like, let's gift her something. Like, let's send something. And I sent something and, you know, no response, like white noise. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I sent her something else. It was the the Halloween skull cake. And right. it was like, I remember that moment of, we were in the condo where we used to live and my phone blew up and I threw my phone cause I saw, you know, Kim Kardashian mentioned you. And then like, at that point I had still had like my cell phone number on my, like my page. Like, oh, call me now. (laughs) People were calling me, asking me for shit. I was like, and Matthew, my husband now is like, you got to delete, you got to delete it. Like remove everything. (laughs) Scrub the internet. You're a celebrity now. (laughs) They're coming over. So we immediately hired security. No. At my car, I have six cards. (laughs) Um, Pull out the flowers, everyone. (laughs) So it was kind of like that. And then she got the, I sent her something else for Christmas. And then that's when she got the idea of putting the product inside of the the chocolate. What was the first? Yeah. What was the first launch that you did with? Was it with Kylie or was it with Kim? No, it was, um, I did two launches 
four launches prior to Kylie. Okay. Uh, it was the her sweetheart. So it was very in line with my business because three years before this, I'm still doing, I was still, I've always been doing what I do, but she kind of gave me that like platform, that audience. Tell us your specialty. I mean, we know your specialty, but the people about your cracking of the heart and the explosion. Love, hate. (laughs) So like uh, my number one hated question when I do any kind of interview is like, what's your specialty or like, what are you known for? Because I don't want to be known for one thing. And I really battled with this a while you never know when you're going to get lucky or successful. And like, do you want to be known for that thing? Cause you really want to be known for this. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of struggled with that for a while. Like, do I want to be, you know, what do my peers think? Like what, if I was a the pastry chef, what would I, would I judge that person or would I, you know? Yeah. What I'm hearing is kind of like the Carly Rae Jepsen of like, you don't want to be that. You don't want to be like, call me maybe like mm-hmm. you know, she's such a great singer songwriter, but because that song was so big, yeah. that's all anybody wants to hear. Yeah. And like I, getting out of that, it's like you make this incredible, um, like cakes that you crack with a, a, a mallet and now you're like, okay, but I don't want to do this for 10 years. Yeah. Like, like, which now I'm like, okay, <laughs> we're never doing them again. Uh, <laughs> and then there's check star coming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then my face started to change. Maybe, maybe we will. No. Um, so yeah, so, so we, we call them breakables. So they're at, right, so it's, so I like to describe it as like sculptures, which it really is. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's like, it's really molding with chocolate. It's working with a mold and then combining it to, to where there's no seam. And it's really just like, it's unexpected. Like when we did the pop down in Hong Kong, that yeah. walnut, it looked like a huge walnut. Yeah, you, yeah. you couldn't see the, like the incision or wherever yeah. I put inside. So. so it is very, very cool. Yeah. But do you think that, cause you had said like, you don't want to be like known for that thing, but so you are known for the thing. And then does this give you like a new opportunity to like flex your muscles in different ways? So when you have like new ideas, let's say for whatever the next thing is, do you have the lean way to be like, Hey Kim, like, or whoever it is, like, this is what I'm thinking. So maybe that thing that you're known for is the thing that allows you the space to create hundred percent what you More. do want to create. hundred percent. I think now it, it, it gives me the financial freedom to do what I want and I don't have to, I don't have to rely on partners or mm-hmm. investors or anything like that. Like uh, for Easter, I'm about tomorrow, I'm going to announce my pop-up shop, okay. which is 100% funded by myself, which is That's a huge amazing. accomplishment. Yeah. Yes. Not too many people can say that, you know, I'm going to do a pop-up shop for three days in LA and so back myself. Exactly. So yeah, so to, to I mean, it, it's going to feature those products. I think that's my hero product now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's so many other things that I can do. Yeah. And I think, I don't really worry about it now because I think, I used to worry a lot what what people thought of me. And I think mm-hmm. going back to like, you know, not fake it till you make it, but biting off more than you can chew and not showing people that, I don't really care anymore. Like I know what I can do. And if you're not down for it, then exactly. buy or goodbye. No, <laughs> and that's buy, what buy or goodbye. <laughs> exactly. See you, why? Yeah. Um, to back it up a little bit, have you always loved the craft of pastry? Yeah, like what was my first, first my first memory it? of being a human being was I could see bread with my grandmother go up and down. If you ever made bread, like yeah. it has so many different facets of like growth and it's crazy. So I remember that and I, I was obsessed and I, I didn't really know that I loved it until I graduated high school and everyone was like, well, what are you going to do with your life? And I, to be quite honest, I didn't want to have to work. I, <laughs> I, I looked down on it. I, I was like, I don't want to like, I don't want to work in the back of somewhere and like not be able to do the things I want. And then but I just I fell in love with bread. it. <laughs> I got to get that bread. <laughs> so then I think that's why I progressed so quick. I was only a pastry cook for two years. Is, which is that not is, normal? I think it's pretty unheard of. I mean, it's it's like being like a, I guess, a, an intern for a long time. You usually don't get the the assistant job 
right out the gate. I had a call to come to New York. That was my dream. And I always thought it's going to take me like five years to get to New York. I'm going to have to go to Atlanta. <laughs> I don't know what's in between Atlanta and New York, but I'm probably going to have to go there. <laughs> and then I just got this call like, hey, yeah. do you want to come be my, my sous chef? And I'm like, bye, mom. <laughs> but can you also pay for me to get there? <laughs> We're out. <laughs> was it, were you a sous chef? A pastry sous chef? I'm not sure about. Okay, so the step. So yeah, the it's typically around. you're a cook, like or you're. I for me, my I started out as an extern, which is an well, basically like an intern, um, but it's you're you're doing it within the program, not outside of the program. Okay. Uh, and then you go to be a cook for, I mean, for however long you want, I guess, or until you want to take that next step, if you feel like you have the growth or you can take it. And then you go to, I mean, there's uh, chef de partie, which is like baby assistant and then sue and then junior sue and then assistant pastry chef and then you can get to pastry Press chef bar. or executive or <laughs> me <laughs> we spoke briefly about us all meeting at four season pop down and we fought for you to be on as many as possible because we just love your energy four <laughs> <laughs> who's <laughs> counting i'm the nini leaks NBD. of the pop down <laughs> <laughs> Um, you recently left Four Seasons to focus 100% on Butter Love's hard work. Uh, how, first, it's like two questions in one. How hard was it to make that decision to finally leave? And how did you know it was time to take the leap? I think that's a, a bitter subject for me, but it's really, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's truthful. I didn't want to leave the Four Seasons. Okay. I, I feel like... For so many times, I felt like I hit the the ceiling, or I was mm-hmm. told, and I didn't like that because right. I, you know, why as a company or as a group of individuals, why limit ourselves? Right. Why say that there's a ceiling? Let's go beyond that. And I struggled that all throughout my career. Even at, when I wasn't at Four Seasons, I was always kind of like, I was a uh, public enemy number one because I was always doing the thing that you know, do it and then ask for permission. Yes, mm-hmm. ask for. But I never for, had to ask for permission. I was or forgiveness. Yeah. But I was always being told, "Oh my God, I was I was that so cool?" And yeah. so. Um, and then I think, you know, when you have this employee like myself, who I had this thriving business on the outside, which I couldn't even really manage it a hundred percent. Cause it was like, I don't promote what I do. I get emails right. and I, you know, very odd. Um, it's or very awesome. conflicting yeah, yeah, or awesome, but it, I think it was very conflicting for a lot of people. I and I think it was just, I had run my time. Beverly Wilshire was the best. It was your time. It was a bitter end. <laughs> when you know, you know. When you know, you but know. But I think I think about that a lot because I think, you know, did I make the mistake? Because I battled with that a lot. Do I go out on my own? Do I, you know, do I get rid of those every two week paychecks, those employ- like those discount? Like, what is my life going to be like? And I, f- I wake up almost every day or I think I have a thought every day how happy I am oh, and like how true of a person I am now. I'm not, you know, like corporate life is like. It's tough. It's raunchy. Yeah, yeah. It's nasty. I couldn't do both. Right. Both of them were eventually going to fail. Right. So sadly, the point. Yeah. So. You had to make the leap. But it's funny how we, we talk to a lot of people and how it's always so scary before you do it. And ninety eight percent of the time, it's like I feel so much better. Mm-hmm. But it's just taking the leap. Yeah, I was on that two percent. Like that two percent. Yeah. That two percent was way bigger than the ninety eight percent. Right. But it just yeah. Okay. You just got to do it. It's funny how that sort of thing happens though because we like get inside of our own minds and if you think back to like every really hard thing in your life in my experience like it always shakes out it works out in the you know what I mean it works out in the end but we can never remember that so sometimes when you're in the middle of a hard thing you're like what's gonna happen and I've had like been fortunate in life but it's nice to have other people to remind you like by the way I know it seems crazy right now Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll be okay. That's why we have our moms because right. I, I call her during a big job now and I'm like bitching. Like, yeah. And she's like, well, this is what you want. Oh, oh, yeah. like, oh. <laughs> bye, mom. Exactly. Yeah, seriously. That is, well, that's I not know. what I wanted to hear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, I, you know, I think about that now and I'm like, you know, I am my own boss. I am right. my own creative energy. I am my own self. So trusting in yourself and also... Like you said, investing in yourself mm-hmm. is a yeah. big part of it. Mm-hmm. The, um, there's this study that they did out of Stanford, I believe, and it was all based around, and then it became this lecture and it became a TED Talk, and it's all based around your failure resume. So, And it, it goes to people, that instead of doing your resume based on all the amazing things, do the one that was based on like all the hard decisions and all of your failures, and right after, what was that a catalyst for? So it seems like whenever you're in a difficult situation, you're forced into a hard, um, making a hard decision, but that hard decision puts you into this whole better space. Oh, it's almost like as soon as, as you realize like you're miserable working at a place and you yeah. make the decision to leave, you're so much happier, yeah. but it's so scary. It's just the leaving part. <laughs> what, what would be your biggest piece of advice for someone who's in that position of one foot in, one foot out? I think make sure you're making the right. I mean, no one can ever say you're you're doing the right thing, but yeah. I say set yourself up. Make sure you mm-hmm. have that. I mean, I could have done this four years ago, and I could have I wouldn't be where I'm at today. Yeah, I'm right. so I you know I think you have to really weigh the odds, and I weighed the odds a lot, and I looked at the I looked at the negative more than I looked at the positive. Mm-hmm. You know, oh yeah, like whatever, working with the celebrities and doing this stuff. But what if it runs out next year? What if I'm you know that's out? What yeah, am I going right. to do? So I ask myself that a lot. So you just have to. You have to really weigh the the options. And, yeah. But at the end of the day, believe in yourself. Do you feel like in that situation, you ask yourself, the what's the worst case scenario? And then actually answer that question. Like, is mm-hmm. that how you weighed yeah. like a lot of your odds? Well, when I was leaving? I mean, when you're thinking about it, you said you thought about it a lot, right? So, yeah. Because really, like, you kind of do have to say like, okay, so if this happens, what's the worst that could happen? For me, it was, what's the worst that's going to happen? I'm going to go out and do my own thing, focus on butter, love, and hard work. And if that doesn't work out, then I just go back to a hotel and be a pastry chef. I mean, people do it all the time. And yeah. I have a lot of the, especially in the restaurant industry and especially in the chef industry, so many people want to do their own things. And I've seen it fail so many times and right. they just go back. Uh, we were talking to another um, Canadian transplant who lives here now. And she was saying like LA is like another province of, <laughs> of Canada. We have provinces instead of states. <laughs> Because there's My so many, agrees. there's so many Canadians here, um, but they're all everybody. There's so many people from every different state, part of the world, who come here for success. Do you think being in LA makes it more difficult to stand out because everybody's trying to get that one spot? I know you found success, but do you feel like it's just really, really hard and daunting? Or do you feel like because there's so many people, it's thriving, there's people that you can get motivation from and inspiration and you can see your lane? I think you just have to think outside the box. I mean, I I don't, I could say the same thing about New York, maybe. Right. I mean, I think I got in to LA at a good time where the food industry was really coming up and having an identity. But uh, I think really the, the most successful thing about me is I, I try to do things that are unknown. And like my business now is unknown. Have I created something or whatever, but I've I made something my own. If you go out and do the same thing, then what's the point? Exactly. And I think that's my success. You gotta own it. Agreed. You gotta own it. You're so unique. <laughs> so and pretty. <laughs> Obvio. <laughs> we know your hero product is the break balls. My question is, what is it that like delights you to do? And I know obviously you love being a pastry chef, but is there something that you like 
are like riled about every time you do it or you're like, this is my favorite? Uh, it wouldn't be a product, it would be a moment. So Ooh. I think, you know, it, like I, going back to like, what's your favorite thing to make? I, I can't really answer that. There, there's so many different ones. Mm. It depends on my mood. Yeah. But I think the most successful thing you can do as a chef is touch on that nostalgic part of someone's heart. Mm-hmm. And I think there's only a few things in the world that can do that. Music can do that, maybe film and then food. I mean, and smell, but I, I'll kind of, you know, I think if I give something and I love my grandmother so much, like that's a huge part of who I am. That's her whisk. Um, oh. Um, but if you can give something to someone that doesn't look like it and you've put your heart and soul into it and they're like, oh, oh my God, this reminds me of when I, like my grandmother gave me this and I, always when we get done playing on the porch or whatever. I think that's like, that's super special. So I, that's the most successful thing, I think. Because then that means like you channeled like love yeah, through it's, this Yeah, it's thing. almost like magic. You, you, yeah. you can transport someone back. It's like that scene in Ratatouille. Like that is, oh. that's true life. We're all crying. Yeah, yeah I was like, oh. mental here. That's the best answer we've ever heard. <laughs> no. I want your most embarrassing, it doesn't have to be a celebrity story, but somewhere where you're like, holy fucking shit, how am I going to redeem myself? Oh, 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 I'm ready for <laughs> that. I, I knew we okay, had okay. to. Okay. The year is two years ago, three years ago. We just moved into our house and this house is old and danky. It's a crack house. Like, I mean, oh I don't live there. That, I don't live there now, but it's like bad. That, that gave you your edge. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a studio. This is my first chem job. You know, I just, I, I cut my, uh, I proposed to my fiance and my now husband in Africa. I cut my vacation short to come back to do this job for her. Cause it was, you know, it was really going to make it or break it. Um, yeah. So I'm doing this and it's three colors and, you know, I, to make a long story short, like they bought the candies that go inside. Um, and this is the first time I've done this type of job. So I was like, okay, fine. You know, and then there's blue, there's pink and there's purple, the blue go in the blue, you know, and they all have different sayings on them, which are her perfume, like BFF mm-hmm. and right. Batty and all that stuff. So, you know, I don't, I mean, I'm meeting her the next day. I'm like, I have to figure it out. You know, I put everything together. I realize I can't make the certain color. So I'm like, you know, I, I buy it. It's like the next day, what am I going to do? So, you know, my my husband's the most determined person I've ever met. And he's like, you know, I, you, there's no time. Like we can fly to Vegas and get the color because there's a warehouse in Vegas that sells all these colors. He's like, there's not enough time with like, you know, whatever. He's like, I'll just drive. So he got up at like 11. Oh, well, got like left at like three in the morning. Oh my I'm like God. at home, like trying to like finish all this, you know, and he gets there and like, he's like, oh, they just moved this week. Jesus Christ. Of course they did. So I'm like full tears. Like I'm going to get fired from this job. Like, you know, like I I just pissed him off and I feel so bad. Whatever. Like I figure it out. I go there and like, we're apparently going to be filming for keeping up with Kardashians. She's going to be there. God only knows who else is going to be there because they never go by themselves. There's only, you know. Yeah. Um, They're not like beta fish, you know. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, we're in this like gallery where we decided to do this shoot. Um, Thank God the cameras didn't show up. She's there. This is when she's got her dreads on. And this is my first time meeting like, like a true celebrity, like, like, you know, she's an icon, whether you love her or hate her. But, um, so she, you know, I, I give her this one, I made, I chose to make this one color, which was the blue. And I'm like, you know, here you go. You can experience what it's like to break it open. She's like, Oh, she breaks it open and she's like, her face drops and she's like, it's the wrong candy. And I'm like, no, it's not. 
I, I immediately was like, <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. And she, and she's, you know, her, her, her people are there. There's people here. She always looking at me. It's literally like an audience. And I'm like, no, it's not. And she's like, yeah, it is. And I'm like, it can't be. And the manufacturer had messed up the letters, but it was the right color. Oh. I'm colorblind. Um, so <laughs> she's like, it's fine. We can like, we'll figure it out. Like, no, I was like, no, we're going to figure it out. Like, we're going to fix it. She's like, we can just tell everyone like there was a mess up. And I'm like, no, there's no way we're doing that. Yes, like, yeah, that, there's I, no mess up. Not, yeah. Yeah, not, it's about <laughs> no, love and hard work, not about love and mess up. Yes. So, <laughs> so then, so then whatever, like she's not showing me how she's truly reacting. Right. So then we go on and like, we spray something with chocolate and, and then it turns out, then it's like just the two of us. And I, I turned to her and I'm like, Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You want to hit me, right? <laughs> <laughs> she looks at me and she's like, no, why would I hit you? And I'm like, well, cause I messed up and like, I swear, like it, I've never done this before. I've done this before, but like, mm. and she's like, she's laughing and she's like, no, no it's fine. And we, we figured it out. Oh, but I, that, that was the biggest, like her face when I was like, you, you want to hit me? <laughs> Your whole body. She's like, I'm sorry, what? I know. I know. Okay, Chris brown me up. <laughs> I won't tell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just don't leave me on the side of the road. <laughs> that is why we love you. Yeah. Your approach to any situation is just... I mean, the lesson there, too, is, like, honesty and, and, and how well, you, work all put together. Yeah, you got to own it. Yeah. You can't say it's someone else. You can't say it's a customer. Yeah. Like, if you messed it up, you messed it up. And right. if you didn't, then you, 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 didn't. you fix it. I like that you're like, no, it's not. <laughs> no, like, I will never forget that moment because she was like, bitch, what'd you say to me? <laughs> you're like, no? Yeah. What's your name? The help? Yeah. The help. <laughs> it also made me also made her trust you more. Yeah. yeah, now I'm, I mean, I, I actually just, I messaged her like two weeks ago and I was having this aha moment of being out of corporate life. And I, you know, I was like, I really want to thank you. Like, I know a lot of people just want to like latch on, but I really want to thank you because you changed my life. And she was like, oh my God, that's so nice. We have to do work together again. So then she blocked my number. <laughs> Well, whatever. She's like, I still got Chloe. <laughs> we'll take what we can get. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm obsessed with you. I feel like even in your dream job, there are things that we don't necessarily want to do every damn day. Uh, so how do you get through those things with the bigger picture in mind? Well, I think it's different now. Now I have to do those things. <laughs> I'm just thinking of like corporate life where I'm like, like, no, no, I don't want to go. You that do that. <laughs> I'm not no. Going to. Yeah. yeah, no, no. Put the conference call on mute. <laughs> Never to you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I know. She was be like, <laughs> we put on mute too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do have immense help from my husband, which he usually does the things I don't want to do. 
just like manual labor. Like Bless you, shit. Matthew. I'm the bigger one, but I'm the weaker one. <laughs> but yeah, you just got to get it done. Yeah. Get shit done. Get shit done. What advice would you give to and someone, an up and coming chef, pastry chef, anything within the, the realm of food um, as they're starting out? But they're passionate and excited like you. My first, honestly, my first thought is turn off Instagram. But then I'm like, that could inspire someone. But I think the biggest problem like now is like recreating what you see. And it's like, I think that's this generation because of social media. Like, yeah, it's just like, you find like the fruit thing. Like, let's make something that looks like a fruit and it tastes like an apple. And it, I, if I want an apple, I eat an apple. Yes. You know, like, it, and like, let's everyone do it. And let's think that it goes back to like, just be, just do the unknown and be yourself. Because yeah. if you're copying someone, that's not you. No. Right. And if you're getting the web, the recipe off the website, that's not you either. So it's just, you know, think outside the box and don't copy. And that's really hard, I think. I mean, that's why everyone in LA looks the same. <laughs> Thank God I didn't get my lips done before this. <laughs> you don't we, want your lips we done. would be judging with this eye <laughs> Cover it with the mic. <laughs> Luckily, there's no recordings here, so no one even knows. I thought we were doing a podcast. I mean recordings. Oh. There's no film recordings. <laughs> oh, yes. Chris has an EP Sing coming it. out, mm-hmm. ladies and gents. Mm-hmm. Are you Called Master re- Baker. Oh, I mean Master, Master ba- Baker. <laughs> but speaking of which, you can find Chris at Butter Love and Hard Work on the Gram. Thanks so much for listening. If you love this episode, you can follow us online at C-O-C-O-A-N-D-C-O-W-E. Subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It seriously helps, and we would be so grateful. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.